Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 54. I'm Scott Davenport. Today's topic is a question. Are plugins and filters bad? Hi, welcome. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be back with you for another chat about photography, this shared passion of ours. And in today's episode, let's take one more step on our never-ending journey of photography. Today's topic is about the post-processing side of photography, about plugins, those add-on programs to Lightroom or Photoshop or other editing suites that provide additional tools or filters to shape your images. And it's a simple question with not so simple answer. Are plugins and filters bad? If you enjoy today's podcast, please share it with a friend on social media with your camera club. And if you can, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. The fresh ratings there really help photographers find out about the show. And that's what we want, more photographers improving their craft. Now for this topic, let me begin with a little background and of course, an upfront disclaimer. Yes, I use plugins. If you are remotely familiar with my work, you know that. So you probably already know my basic answer to this question that I've posed, but there's more to it than a yes-no response, and I'll get there, but you know, why this topic, Scott? Why is this on your mind? I was listening to another photography podcast, and the host was answering a question from a listener. A listener asked if this photographer used plugins in their workflow, and I forget which package was being asked about, but that's not really the important part. It's the reply. The answer given by this photographer was along the lines of this. No, I don't use plugins or filters. They're a deviation from leading an artistic life because they deliver a prepackaged look. The implication being plugins are bad because you're not in control. And I thought that reply totally missed the mark because it's uh, yeah, it's kind of dismissive of plugins and filters and how photographers can and do use them to craft their own unique vision. And it honestly felt a little condescending. And well, maybe I think that way because I do use plugins and filters. And I just thought that answer was off. It just wasn't quite there. Now, I do get what this photographer was trying to say. If you're using a plugin like a pre-packaged preset, an entirely rote step, you know, launch plugin, click look number five, done, right, fair enough, you're not enacting your vision. You're applying someone else's vision to your work, like a one-tap Instagram look, short of it being a preset you designed previously and you're using it as a workflow speedup. That makes total sense. But that is not the fault of the plugin. It's how the photographer chooses to use the plugin that's really the question. And how I might use a plugin or you might use a plugin can be entirely different from the next photographer's use of that plugin. In my book, if you want or need a plugin as a one click wonder, that's okay, 100% totally fine. Why? Because you, the artist, are making that conscious decision. But I'll bet many of you will launch a plugin to craft an additional aspect of your photo. It's not just to grab one of these prepackaged looks, it's to fine tune and finish your work. And that actually brings to mind another thought about these presets. Presets that you have created and craft and refined in a plugin, 
you know, we talked about that. You know, it's a speed up mechanism. And I will stipulate the photographer I'm referring to earlier. They mentioned presets as you know something valuable because it is a workflow speed up, but you know, did not go the extra step to say presets that were defined in a different program than your base program that those were okay as well, which implies, you know, the whole thing I'm talking about, you are taking something that is beyond what your main photo editing program is and using it to build more on your image, build up your crafted mind's eye image. And it uh, reminds me of episode 13 of this podcast, what Bruce Lee taught me about photography, adapting what is useful to you, rejecting what's not, and adding what is specifically your own. If you missed that episode, I'll have a link in the show notes. Go have a listen. But back to back to plugins, and you know, this starts to get into semantics. We think of a plugin usually as this additional application, something beyond your main photo editor. However, there are panels that we have in Lightroom and Photoshop, and aren't they just mini plugins? I have tone curve and color grading, and I have HSL in Lightroom. In Photoshop, there's tons more. There's blurs, and there's you know pixelization, there's pointillism plugins, there's all sorts of stuff. What's the crossover from core editing to plugin? Where do we drift. I mean, I guess I could go in the negative direction with clarity and texture to diffuse a photo, but when does that become a glow filter, for example? And I don't want to debate the semantics any further, because for the image, for the photo, that's not important. My philosophy is this. The starting point is your vision. What do you want to express with your photo? And what tools will help you get there? Filters and plugins, they're tools available to us. And if they help you achieve the look you want for your image, so your photos emote the feeling you're after, use them. In the end, it's your artistic expression that matters, not what tools you used to deliver that expression. Whenever I catch myself drifting into one of these more semantic discussions, is a plugin bad or is this program quote unquote better than another, I try to think about a different art form, one that I don't know as much about, like sculpting or ceramics or uh, music, a painting or painting. I look at a painting that moves me and I'm not thinking about what brushes the artist used or how much oil was in the paint base or how many layers of paint were needed to create that look. I'm appreciating the art. I'm swimming in the feelings it invokes. When we're closer to an art form and understand more about how it's made, sometimes I think we need to remind ourselves why we make it. Somewhere in the why is where the passion is. thinking a little more about this plugin discussion and how I use plugins, but also trying to think of a broader view. I suppose there are some plugins that are designed as a one and done approach to photos. And those I do shy away from because I do prefer to shape and craft my photos. 
I suspect many of you fall into that camp as well. I think it was uh, several years ago. It was an impressionist painting kind of plug-in. And maybe it was from Topaz Labs. But that's what it did. It turned your photo into a painterly look. That's it. That's what its job was. And if you wanted that look, great. It was perfect. Another one that pops to mind was a more recent, a couple years ago, an experimental piece of software called PhotoLemur. And it had a single slider. You know, it's on or off kind of thing. Well, you know, gradation from zero to 100. That was the only control you had. It was all automated. And I guess for people that photography is not their passion, but they need decent photos, hmm, maybe that fit the bill. So I shouldn't, you know, go and just dismiss them arbitrarily because I'm not the only use case for some of these tools. But the plugins I tend to use are really more like alternative editing universes. My workflow begins in Lightroom, but then I'll jump to apps like On One Photo Raw or Luminar or Photoshop for specialized work. And each one of those in and of itself is a rich, well-featured editor. So for my workflow, I can use those to do that final shaping and crafting of a photo. And it connects back with using the tools that are available to me to create the vision I want. I'm going to guess you have the same philosophy. The tools aren't in and of themselves bad or, you know, what was the phrase that person used? Diverging from the artistic lifestyle or something like that. No, that's, that's, I don't see it that way. It's a set of tools that are available to us. It's a means to a desired end. One other kind of, maybe this is a little bit out there kind of thought thinking about these plugins, film photography. Yeah, film. In the film world, didn't we choose a particular kind of film because we wanted the look that film stock would deliver? You know, a certain coloring or a contrast or an amount of green. And in that regard, is the film the plug-in for the camera? And if you didn't do any personalized darkroom work, maybe that's the analog equivalent of a one-click wonder. Before I sign off for this week, thanks again to the members of the Patreon community. It is your support that makes this podcast possible, and you're supporting thousands of other photographers improving their craft. also want to thank those that have supported the show in other ways, whether it be subscribing to the channel, asking a question, using some of the affiliate links that are on my websites, or hitting the support the show button and making a one-time donation. Thank you. There are a couple of those this week. Thanks very, very much. Every bit helps, and I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate that support. And that will do it for today's episode. So in my opinion, plugins, no, they're not bad. They don't make you any less of a photographer. They are a tool available to us to craft the vision we have and the emotions we want to express. So use them however you need to use them. Let me know what your thoughts are. If you've got questions or comments about the show, you can leave them on the episode page of the show. You can keep them private using the contact form on stopdownpodcast.com. Would love to hear from you. And until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun. Thank you.